number two. Puck and Gas, live from the Carter Volkswagen Studio. It's a Georgetown Beer Friday. It's a Is Puck a Schmuck Friday. It's a People's Court Friday where we will finally decide 12 jurors, the GOAT, will finally do it. We're the last show in America to do it, and we'll finally decide it. Uh, but every Thursday at this time, we chat with our NFL executive, Tony Softly. He joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. We find Tony... Walking around right now in Costco. What can we have him get for us? Uh, uh, I need toilet paper, and I need some paper towels. Better they can only be the Kirkland brand. So make sure you get those, Tony. All right, I want something better. I want. Okay, what do you I, want? A, a, a gigantic bottle of booze. I don't yep. even care what it is, but I want one of those Costco-sized yep. tankards or something that'll last me a few weeks. I actually, I want a vat of mayonnaise. Can you get that, Tony? <laughs> You know, you know what? It's funny you guys mention that. The only thing that's not in my cart right now is the mayonnaise. So, uh, oh, yeah, no, just doing my doing my uh, what uh, bi monthly uh, shop at uh, Costco. Try to get it done. Is it so, sample day there too? Or they got samples? Oh come on! It's Costco. You know they got samples of everything. I'm, I'm going to hit the sausage one here soon, and uh, they've got a couple other good ones as well. I, I, I try not to. Uh, How many times do you, know, you go back, Tony? Do you circle around track. like I do? I circle around and go about three no, or four times. No. no, I hit it once and keep, keep going, man. Oh, I don't know if I buy. There's enough station. Now, now you said the only thing not in there is the mayonnaise. Are you because mayonnaise is a weird condiment? It's a, there's a real pro and anti mayonnaise thing out there. Are you an anti mayonnaise guy, or are you just oh. you're not buying mayonnaise? No, mayonnaise is, is okay. It's yeah. just uh, eggs and uh, olive yeah. oil. That's yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing uh, wrong with that. Are you like me when you go right in there to Costco? You just I spend. I don't need a new TV or new electronics, but I will spend the majority of my thirty minute, thirty four or thirty forty five minutes in Costco. Twenty five is spent just looking at the TVs. Well, I walk by and I walk by pretty quick because I got a oh. couple of nice TVs at the house, but I, I try to usher my wife past. The clothes and some other things, uh, you know, oh, uh, the dishes and all, you know, all the stuff they have back there. Yeah. You, you know how it is. This yeah. is this is Candyland for uh, for the females of the world. Somewhere <laughs> in the Costco system, I'm I'm listed, and I'm very excited about this. Is, is that I, I I was, and I'm not a member anymore, but I was for a while, and they had me for some reason. They fouled up the data entry, and they had me listed as Duke Gastineau. Oh, I actually like that. I kind of liked it. I thought about going the whole route. Going, I'll just change my name to Duke. Duke. Duke Gastineau. Yeah, I love it. And uh, and so somewhere Costco has a Duke Gastineau in their weird system. Tony, yes. what's the least <laughs> amount of money you've ever spent at Costco? I, I have a. I've always thought you can't get out of there less than a hundred dollars. There's no way. I don't think it's possible. You know what? I was doing a barbecue. I came here and I got a few items. It was mostly veggies and some fruit. Uh, and I got out here like about seventy-eight bucks. Ooh, I couldn't believe it. That's good. Yeah, that's the lowest ever. Okay. No question. That's hot, the lowest. Hot dog or not? Do you, do you go Costco hot dog once you're done? Oh, man. Absolutely. Maybe not today, but yeah, no, that's right. usually a home run hit. You got to do the Costco hot 50. dog. Greatest yeah. thing ever. It's a good. Hey, did you, watch the, uh, did you watch the NBA game last night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's uh, quite a game. Uh, quite a blunder as well. Um, <laughs> not really sure what he was thinking about. Didn't know the situation. I mean, there's yeah. only one thing you have to concentrate at that moment of that time is yeah. the situation and he you know he had no answers at the end i mean he had an answer but it didn't make any sense yeah. you know so um yeah that's a tough they needed to win they need to win two on the road that was the one there that they could have got could have stole and it just didn't happen what do you uh, uh the big news with the seahawks uh this week obviously they got the otas and, and all that the uh signing of brandon marshall what do you make of that tony 
That's B. Marsh. Yeah, no, I remember him coming out in 2006. I was at uh, Carolina, and a uh, hell of a talent, a big wide receiver uh, that was a free safety converted to a receiver. And, uh, you know, 6'4", uh, 228 pounds. He's got everything you're, you're looking for as far as size, mismatch. Uh, he can play the X receiver. He can play the slot. They can move him. They can do a lot of things with him. He's got natural receiving skills. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's probably lost a step. Now, the only concern I have is when you're signing age veterans, and they didn't sign up to astronomical money, but, uh, you know, just keeping him on the field. He's had some dings in the last couple of years uh, that have kept him out. Uh, his play time has, has dropped off a little bit. That's the only concern I have. He's, he's a good young man, very sharp uh, off the field, and uh, I think he's very talented. 12,000 yards. There's some defensive coordinators who are going to pay some attention to him. Now they've got Doug Baldwin. They've got Marshall. You know, they've got Lockett. They've got some of the young guys that are emerging. It's, it looks like it's turned out to be a nice little receiving court. Tony, in your experience with this kind of a situation, I would think that it's an upside that you are signing a guy who's got a lot of mileage on him, but he was hurt last year. I'd almost look at that like an upside. Okay, he only played five games. That means he didn't have as much wear and tear on his body. If he's going to have one more bounce-back kind of season in his career, I would assume it might happen after that. Is that, a, is that a strategy an NFL team would look at to say, hey, this is the time to get him is when he's just had a year where he really was able to take most of the year off? Well, that's the strategy that John and Peter take, and there's no question. And, uh, you know, for me, as they get older, they start to get the dings and soft tissues, the, you know, the, the injuries that start to mount. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, uh, one, he makes this team, and, two, I think he has an impact. And I think he mm-hmm. takes some pressure off uh, uh, Doug Baldwin, uh, and he's going to be utilizing the red zone. He's another big presence in the red zone. So, you know, I think it was a good move. Uh, it didn't cost him a lot of money. Uh, and I'm hoping it works out for him. And here's the thing. If, if he has any of these issues that he had in the Jets locker room and in the Bears locker room, because I think the only thing that's guaranteed is the signing, it's like 90000 I mean, they're just they're out on him. I mean, th- this will be the easiest cut if they want to cut him when they pare down their roster. Yeah, there's no question. Like I said, it's, it's the, the contract favors the Seahawks yeah. uh, in this situation. But uh, I have a feeling that uh, they're looking for a veteran. They're looking for some size presence. Uh, they're looking for a positional mismatch, and they have all that in Brandon Marshall. B. Marsh, I think, I think he's going to be a Seahawk. And you think uh, a Seahawk with an impact, they definitely need this position filled by someone. I mean, we were talking yesterday, this is almost you know the continued fallout of the McDowell problem, which kind of led to them you know, having to dangle curse out there to try and get somebody that they needed there. And now it's you, you could argue that this is a replacement for curse. They're still trying to figure that out. So they really need this. This gamble needs to pay off for them, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's make or break, but this is they got to get this to work. Well, Duke, it's the uh, it's a short term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a short term uh, fix. Right. He's 34 years old. If he was 29, I'd still be saying short term but I feel a little bit better. This is a one-year-and-see-what-happens type situation. Uh, But I really believe, you know, watching him move, his running routes, you know, just his body movement uh, in itself, he still looks like he has enough juice in the tank to really help these guys. Is he an 80 reception receiver Mm. this year? I don't think they're really going to need that or want that out of him. Uh, Can he do 45 receptions and, and seven touchdowns? Uh, you know, most of those coming in the red zone, I think that's what they're hoping for. You uh, you know Joe Banner at all, former CEO? He was with the Browns and Eagles? 
I do know Joe. Yes, he, he was. He had a pretty critical statement the other day on Twitter about Brian Schottenheimer. He said it's a ama- basic. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have it in front of me. It's amazing that a, this guy has another shot in the NFL based on what he, his track record. What What is your evaluation of Brian Schottenheimer as a as an OC? You know, I like Shotty, and uh, I, I said it before that he's had uh, he's had the offensive uh, pedigree coming from his father, uh, and a lot of the coaches he's worked under. He understands X's and O's, how to take advantage of defenses, uh, but he's never, ever, at all his stops, he's never had a quarterback like Russell Wilson. And we all know that. That's the key. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not going to go into the playoffs, let alone into the championship series. So, uh, you know, I I think this is the year that uh, you're going to see it. I know I heard it and I read it, uh, them being very critical of him talking about the run game. You still have to run the football. Yes, they're throwing the ball more in the National Football League. There's no question. You got to be able to run the football, and and I think that's what he was talking about when he made that statement. Well, I'll tell you what you, you're right about Wilson in terms of the quarterback, and then if if Penny, you know, if if this this gamble with with drafting this guy and running back in the first round, if he pans out, Schottenheimer may look real good to everybody because it, it, you know Tony, it's always down to the personnel. You got to have the horses. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and and uh, you know, I I don't I, I really don't know why Joe is is jumping out and making a statement on him. Uh, which really doesn't make a lot of sense to me, uh, and a few other people as well. This this young man is is very sharp. Uh, his tutelage uh, that he can pass on to Russell in this offense, uh, and what I've seen so far during OTAs, and I can't tell you what I've seen from a formational standpoint. Oh, just tell us. Are they running the wishbone gonna, or not? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to like exactly uh, the nuances. Yes, there's right. a lot of stuff that's left over. I mean, a lot of teams run. Uh, the same routes, and, but the concepts are different. So it's yeah. there, there's going to be uh, there's going to be some uh, some nuances within the offense. Can you give me one way. of those? Uh, can you give me one of those four pack of uh, the uh, teriyaki beef jerky, please? Uh, when, when you're in Costco right now, can you grab one of those for me? I love those. You I, know, I, I love that. I just walked by. And, did oh. you know they have jalapeno teriyaki? Oh, oh man, just, we get that fantastic. too. Oh. And bring back some of the oh. samples, please. And circle back around. To the uh, the bagel yeah. dog. There's a, there's a bagel dog the gal that back there. Go circle back and get one of those. Put it on Duke Gastineau's yeah, yeah, account. Yeah, All right, thanks, Tony. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk next week. Talk Duke. Have a good weekend. There he is, Tony Southley, our NFL executive, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. All right, when we return, you thought there was controversy last night in the NBA Finals. I'm going to tell you, pales in comparison to the controversy that surrounded the Spelling Bee Finals. Were they unfair in their word choices? We'll put the Duke to test next. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. We got an update on the uh, the Gas Man 206 poll. I can make that happen very quickly for you, yes. Still, still kind of slow turnout, but that's okay. okay. Uh, J.R. Smith wants you to know that he knew the score of the NBA game was tied when he elected to aimlessly dribble out the clock because he thought they'd have a better chance the longer the game went. <laughs> well, that's so good. Bro. He didn't say that. That's just my analysis. And I like J.R. Smith, too. What else does J.R. believe is true? It's a, it's a, a battle for first and a battle for third. Okay. The battle for first, the earth is flat, has 45% of the, <laughs> of the vote. And I would say Tupac and Biggie are alive getting 35% of the vote. That could still come back. Tupac. Tupac. I said Tupac, didn't I? <laughs> Tupac and Biggie are alive, and that and, and they're sort of 10% back, 35%. Right. Uh, the third place battle is a dead heat right now. NASA faked the moon landings, and dinosaurs <laughs> did not exist. 
the uh, the I tease this and we never got to it. The um, Kevin, so there's there's a thought that Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson could be suspended for game two. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know about Tristan Thompson. I hope they don't suspend Tristan Thompson. I would probably shove a basketball in Draymond Green's face. Yeah, right. As well. right. See, Draymond Green's the perfect, and we went through we went through it here. This is why I think it's funny, but we're all guilty of this. Uh, sports fans in this market. Oh, Draymond Green's the worst thing in the world of sports. Well, were you saying that about Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman did the same thing. Right. An agitator. Now, he's your guy, so right. you, you always excuse it when he's your guy. Great teams have agitators. Yeah. I mean, Peyton. Peyton was a different kind of agitator, but he was, he was you know, he was Imagine right in the middle of all for of it. just a second. Yes. Let's, let's switch teams. And uh, the great Chris Jackson, at this time known as Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, mm-hmm. was our was our guy. He was our yeah, point guard. Right. This guy's a great basketball player. He uh, he battles Tourette's. He's got Tourette's syndrome. And people Tourette's, you know, you you make uh, you know, weird noises and head gestures and all that. Yeah, you you, and, you don't have all the control of your nervous I think it's nervous system sure. and, and and your speech. And Gary Payton was playing for the Denver Nuggets. And Gary Payton, when there he's in town, is repeatedly mocking Mahmoud Abdul Rauf and his Tourette's. <laughs> How do you think we would view Gary yeah, Payton? It, it agitators, which he did. Yeah, right. Great teams have him. Yes. And Drama Green is an agitator. <laughs> he, get, and get, if you're rooting again, he will just get under your skin. And and here's and and Thompson's the easiest target in the league because he's an idiot for yeah. one because he's associated himself with that Dumbo family right so he's open to it right. sorry when you start dating a dumb Kardashian and yeah. go on TV and then you cheat on her while she's pregnant you're gonna get I mean it's the NBA these guys are ruthless on the yeah. court yeah. they'll say anything so obviously he said something so I but I hope he doesn't get suspended. Uh, Chris Mannix from Yahoo Sports, Chris used to work for, for uh, Sports Illustrated, now over at Yahoo, uh, says that uh, he's reporting that Kevin Love will not be suspended. Now, the letter of the law, he should be. Mm-hmm. He came on the court when he wasn't on the court. And what right. they say, letter of law, is you come on the court, you're, you're out. Right. Uh, during that scuffle, during that skirmish. But I think this is the one... Uh, when, when if Softy and Fain are paying attention, this is when the spirit of the rule, mm-hmm. uh, they've got it right. Because there's no way that he should be suspended for what he did, because he barely even came on. And, and nobody did anything too no. egregious. You know, this was this was handbags at 20 paces. Nobody got yeah. bent out of shit. You've got to allow for the emotion that comes out of a game like that. I'm, I agree with you. I think it's the right thing to do. So, they, yeah, so that's at least the report. And we'll find out about, I hope they don't suspend Tristan Thompson, because I don't. Listen, you, you he, like making fun of him. You uh, I like making fun of him, him, but I just don't. I mean, come on, it's it's yeah. emotion of a game, right? I mean, it's, he didn't throw a punch; he threw a basketball at him, right? Right. And Draymond deserves it because everybody else would do the same thing to Draymond Green. Apparently, the the guy that was really getting everyone worked up was um, uh, oh my God, he's on the bench for the Cavaliers now. I'm blanking on his name, a forward who doesn't play anymore, mm-hmm. but it, but he's uh, one of the reserves, and he's just like being super cheerleader. He's like ML Carr, right? Yeah, and Draymond top, was like sure, mocking yeah. him the entire game. All right, so the controversy last night in the basketball game was the the block and charge. Was it was it a block or was it a charge? Do what do you think it was? You think it was a charge? Yeah, yes. but I'm 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 biased because I wanted sure. it to be because it was such a game turning moment. In the moment it happened, the first thing I said, so again, just my real-time view of it, I said, come on, ref, have the guts to make the right call here. And when they called it offensive, I'm like, there you go. And when they slow it down, you can, you know, right. you, you really get to the, but I'll say yes, I thought it was a charge. Okay, you say, and uh, Felty, what'd you think? I immediately, a block. immediately you immediately thought it was thought a block. Immediately thought it was a block. I thought he was All right, so, so that was the controversy, and it led to the whole thing. I mean, God, this is, 
why is this even reviewable? But you have to keep in mind, it's two minutes in fourth quarter and overtime. What they were reviewing is whether or not he was in the restricted area. And then it allows them, which I don't agree with this because I hate replay, once they determine that he wasn't in the restricted area, they can also look at the, the, the infraction itself. And then they looked at it and they reversed it and away you go. And then it pissed off Ty Lue and it pissed off LeBron and, and every Cleveland Cavalier fan. So game one of the NBA Finals had some controversy. Oh, oh, but the controversy surrounding the Spelling Bee Championship last night. It came down to two. Karthrick Nemani out of Texas. Uh, he's an eighth grader and seventh grader. Nisa Modi out of Dallas, Texas. The background, gas, they've met before. They have. They yes, know each other. They have two. met before at the Collin County Spelling Bee when Nisa Modi took down Karthik. Do they like each other? Can you throw out the uh, records when they get together? Better rivals. Better rivals. Sharks and Jets. They just don't like each other. Don't like each other. Got it. Can't stand each other. Got it. Okay. Bitter enemy. So the controversy is, and we covered and we carried a lot of the Spelling Bee yesterday. We, we did indeed. We're getting a cease and desist from ESPN for running too much of it. The Mag- Magnolia Village Voice called it the best segment ever in radio history. It was yesterday. less us, more spelling. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, we all liked it. Everyone liked it. So the controversy is the word. The word that she got which she misspelled, and then the word that Carthrick got, who eventually won. So do you have the pronunciation from the guy? So do you want to try and spell it? I'll see if I, because I know nothing about this, so I'll see okay. if I agree. Do you think that she got a harder word? A thousand percent, yes. Okay, we'll see now. Now you will give them both to me. We'll see if I can okay. spell either so one let's, of them first, first start with Let's first start with his. Can we start with his first? So this is the easy one? What Allegedly I would, easier? Whatever's easier for you, Jackson. Koinonia. That's his first word of the two championship words he had. So that's that's his word, which I think is the easier one. Koinonia. 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 Okay. Koinonia. Well, I mean, I'm going to just go obvious. Koinonia. I would go C O I N. Coin. A. N E A. Koinonia. Koinonia. Do would you like the origin? No, it's uh, you're K O K O I N O N I A. So I'm in the ballpark yeah. there, and I would say yeah, that that's a reasonable. I mean, that was a fairly yeah. for the championship board. I go okay, I, yeah, Koinonia. Yeah, I, this is on the line. I mean, this yeah. is this is the word he has to spell to win the whole thing. All okay, right. now do he, you want to hear? Well, he he also had a second word that was arguably easier. Even oh, do you have that oh. one too? Hexiatas. That's But this is the one Hexiatas. he had to spell correctly to win it. This is what won it. The Koenia is the one which won it. Which yes, won you're it. right about that. Sorry. Okay, here's but here is the word uh-huh. that seventh grader uh Nisa Modi mm-hmm. or Nasa Modi out of Dallas, Texas. Here's her word. Bewusstseinslager. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell me which one's harder. Bewusstseinslager. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Koinonia. <laughs> Nevust signs lager. Okay, can I? Nevust signs lager. Nevust signs lager. It's b. It's it starts with a b. Nevust signs lager. Nevust signs lager. Okay, so b. Nevust signs lager. B e u. But nevust v u s t sign lager. S E I N. I'm incorporating like nine different oh, languages no. into this word. <laughs> I'm laughing. L A G A. I lost you. Uh, no. It is uh, B E W. 
Okay. U uh huh S S T S E I N S L A G E. All I'll say in terms of this controversy <laughs> is I She's really got thought, a beef. I thought what was it for some coin coin a coin a phrase koinonia koinonia. I heard that and I'm like, all right, I got an idea here. I, I, this the, one, I, I didn't even have the right first letter. Jackson didn't tell me so it begins with a B. Okay, so now let's hear. Let's let's let this play out because okay. the, the first Jesus. one. Because this is the best part. Because you got it when he's doing this to her and she's like. I mean, we could have kept all of it in because it goes on for like five minutes. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I have no idea what you're saying. Right, this yeah. is the hard. In her mind, she's going, This is unbelievable. You've, got You've to given me out. the worst word in the world to spell. All right, so here is the actual interaction between the the um, uh, the guy who runs it. I think it's Doc, the Bailey guy and um, seventh grader uh, Nasa Modi. Bewusstseinslager. Can you please repeat the word? Bewusstseinslager. May I please have the definition? <laughs> a state of consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components. Can I have all the information, please? Bewusstseinslager or Bewusstseinslager or Bewusstseinslager. Yeah, she's good. It's a noun. It's from an originally German word. Yeah, sure it is. Bewusstseinslager is a state of consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components, as in Dr. Dieter described his son's attitude toward academic matters as an apathetic Bewusstseinslager. No one's ever said that. Please repeat both pronunciations. (laughs) They're very slight variants. Bewusstseinslager and Bewusstseinslager. No, here's the best part. This, this is silence for damn near 20 seconds. She's she's typing like on an iPad. Right, right. In her mind, yeah. Her, no, pretending like she's right, typing yeah, on an yeah, iPad. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh. Did you please stick like, your microphone? With I didn't edit no this. Oh. She just keeps typing and typing. She has. Can you no, please repeat the word? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Bewusstseinslager. This is ridiculous. And then more silence. <laughs> Can you stick your microphone in your rear end? She literally is like, I have just been dealt the hardest word. Bewusstseinslager. Here we go. B-E-W-U-S-T-S-S-E-I-N-S-L-A-G-E. Bewusstseinslager. It wasn't a bad effort, though. And the the best part about is the video of of of, of uh, Carthric. Carthric is in the back. The savage that is Carthric. Right. Yeah. Well, he's the a killer. savage. He's, he's a killer. killer. He hates her. He's a bitter. He lost to her early on earlier this year in a spelling bee competition. And the uh, Collin County spelling bee was he in the background. She can't see him, but the audience can. He's shaking his head the whole time. Nope, you didn't get it right. <laughs> you didn't get it right. I'm going to win, and I'm going to dance on the stage. Oh, and so God. here, and then, and then we'll wrap it up. Here, here's his word, and he spells it easily. Hexiatas. Hexiatas. H-A-E-C-C-E-I-T-A-S. Hexiatas. That is correct. I thought no way about Koinonia. Koinonia. This is Koinonia. the Koinonia is the one. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. That is correct. And Carthrick doesn't hesitate at all. Right, right. On the Koinonia. That's the one he's got to spell to win. He doesn't hesitate. 
because he's he's dropped he's in, been in the background shaking his head at her like she's an idiot. Now, I'm about to win. If he misses that, do they then go back and yes, she get yes, a new word? Yes, she gets a new word. She's back in. Boy, she got hosed. She got, of course That's she did. Brutal. That so is just he had never won a state uh, re- state or regional spelling bee. Um, to qualify, they had a new qualifying system this year. This is how I spend too much knowing anything about this. I yeah, don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, the Spelling Bee's new invitational program called the RSV uh, B. If you didn't win a regional, you could still apply for nationals. If you had won your school uh, Spelling Bee or you were a national final. So that's how he got in because he lost to her, as I mentioned before, in the Collin County Spelling Bee. And he came back to take her down. I was blown away when we were watching some of this yesterday. How many words that, that I have just never okay. heard of that were that were being thrown so out? So do you now? We we have the controversy of the, mm-hmm. was it a block or was it a charge? And mm-hmm. you know we have all our different interpretations of that. Right. Okay. And the, I don't, this is going to be like that's a. I think you're kind of split down the middle on it. What do you think of that? The controversy because I think this is the bigger controversy. Did she receive a harder word? Did uh, does does Nisa Modi out of Dallas, Texas, have a gripe that she received a harder word than Karthrick Namani? Without a doubt, yeah. Without a like, oh. I said, I mean, it, it's very interesting to just to sit and go away. But now the first word you gave me, it's like, okay, I got a sh- I got an idea about that one. I mean, right away, and I was close. I'm yeah, in the ballpark yeah, 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 at yeah. least. I didn't get the C or the K right. Koinonia. Yeah, Koinonia. Next time, like, you type it out like on an iPad. Like right there you go. But then you had the other one, and Jackson at one point had to tell me what up. the first letter was because I couldn't <laughs> understand what the guy said. And I'm like, oh. and when the guy uses it in a sentence, I really, even if I was like, what are these kids? Thirteen? Uh, yeah, uh, 12, 13. I, I think they're so lucky that that she did, when he uses it in a sentence. I mean, I'd be like, you have got to be bleeping. No kidding. one has ever used that in a sentence. Ever. You have, no one has ever used that. You're the first human being on earth to ever use that word in a sentence, and you don't even know what it means, smart guy. Oh my God, that is so good. So yeah, that's, he wins. There you go. That, that's the controversy last night in the uh, in the spelling bee championships. Hey, did you hear about your guy? Mr. Unlimited. You see what he's doing now? I, I see he's going to be a big time baseball yeah, owner down in Portland, huh? He's getting himself involved in the old Portland baseball team. He is going to he and his w- beautiful and talented wife Sierra. Mm-hmm. Uh they've decided, well, Chris Hansen's not going anywhere down here at the Soto Arena. Well, I don't know actually. Maybe he's going to be in both. I have no clue. He's got Who a lot else? of money. Yeah. He is going to uh he is partnered up He's going to be an investor and an owner in the Portland Diamond Project to bring Major League Baseball to Rip City. How about that? I huh? wonder what that does, means. Because I, I think he wants to play second base. Well, yeah, right. I think he wants to play. I mean, in the financial world, what does this oh, mean? Does, how, much, how much money is he putting into this project? No, I mean, nothing. It, he, he, how much money does he have? A hundred and right. something million? It, it's funny. He's got a lot of money. He doesn't have ownership money. No, there's there's rich, and then there's yeah. owner rich. Yeah. He ain't owner rich. Have, have you got the bell handy? Because uh, when I did my oh. Sounders book... Drew Carey gave me a great quote, said he wanted to be involved in MLS. He doesn't have owner money. Well, he said he goes, he kind of, at the time, he had almost ownership money, but then someone explained to him you had to pay for the stadium, and he goes, I had ownership money. I didn't have stadium money. You know, oh, it, it, There's a yeah. big picture to You've it. you got to be a billionaire beyond a billionaire. I mean, yeah. my God, Chris Hansen's a billionaire. He's like worth $1.5 billion, yeah. and he's not even really technically, like, he's not even owner rich. Hey, what's happened with Mr. Unlimited, so, too? Has, huh? has, there, has there been any? Have we gotten, oh, I think what happened is he got grief and flack for it from and, social media media and his teammates and he decided to put mr unlimited away now i don't know if you are aware of the near controversy i caused because this is the last 
you can believe this or not, but this is the last thing I ever do. I don't want to ever use social media to try and further my personal agenda through a problem. Now, my point is oh, this, because like you were ignoring me on social media over the weekend, which was fine. I was camping, getting weird in the woods. I get into, I get into Indianapolis. That's kind of funny. Dude. We should probably explore that. Uh, I get into Indianapolis. In yeah, getting weird oh, in the woods. Yeah. I get into Naptown, and uh, and the bags are coming out, and and then all of a sudden, the bag, and there's about 20 of us standing around with all of our bags, and I'm on an Alaska flight. And I'm like, you know, what's what's going on here? And and did uh, did the bags not make it? What's happening? So I'm just waiting and I'm being patient. And I decide I'll put out something funny that'll get Puck to laugh a little bit. This is all it was meant to be because at one point the the baggage rep said, "Now nah, the bags are here. We've just got things are fouled up and it's going to be a little while." So it's 35 minutes now, and I'm like, "Hey, at Alaska Airlines," and I wasn't doing this to dog them because I think they, they've been great over the years to me at least. And, but I'm like, let's have some fun. Hey, at Alaska Airlines. I'm, I'm working on 35 minutes without my bags or anything, but can you please get a hold of Mr. Unlimited? Don't you get a free thing after 30 minutes or something? Well, yeah, something like that. But yeah. my point was I wanted to get Mr. Unlimited mixed in with Alaska since he's there also their football CEO, but mainly I wanted to get a cheap laugh out of you. Not for a minute thinking Alaska's going to pay attention to this, so I put it out there. And oh, they then, respond all the time. Like a minute later, way before you, you still haven't responded. A minute <laughs> later, they're like, "Oh, this is horrible news. Can you please send us your your code and we'll we'll look into this?" And I'm like, uh, "All right." Now I feel like a turd because I mean, you know, everybody there was being very nice. There was a yeah. some of the people were. Yeah, this one woman was just unloading on the baggage. The the, the woman who was running uh, baggage for Alaska is like, "Look, your bags." Are I here. would tap. My mom worked in the airline industry for a year, for the right. entire life. I the, the, I would with how it is now, I tap out. Yeah, yeah. I'd right. find something else. Yeah, that's kind of why. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to make it. And this woman's doing her job. She's like, look, yeah. your bags, it's screwed up. It's a busy weekend in Indianapolis. Sure. Obviously, people are coming. They're going to be out. Don't worry. They're going to be here. And she's like, well, we have to get our bags. We have to get to our daughter's graduation. And I'm like, gee, like Christmas. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here being a smart ass. And Alaska's like, hey, Mr. Gastrono, we're sorry. I'm like, geez. So I, I throw in you. And I'm like, and, 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 and the funny thing was, mentioning Mr. Unlimited, the baggage carousel started about a minute later. And here comes the bag. I'm like, holy cow, this guy really may be a superhero. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard much. Of, you, haven't heard, you haven't heard much from him. Although he's in the news again today. So, again, it's. The, uh, yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't know how much at stake he's going to have in this thing, but he's going to be. A, he's been a big baseball fan. He's going to be a part of the uh, Portland project down there. I have loved that city to death, and I hope yeah. they get a baseball. Yeah, team. I am with you. I think it would be awesome if they get a National League team down there, and and I, I think that'd be great. That'd I think be, it's going to be the A's. I mean, no, I maybe it's the A's. Either they had way, six thousand people at a game the other day. Yeah, six thousand. I mean, it's just. Yeah, not working. Poor Oakland. They're losing the Raiders. They're losing the Warriors. They're losing the A's. I know. It's terrible. It's, it's awful. All right. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take a break. Uh, coming up at the uh, 12 o'clock hour, lunch with listeners, uh, is Puck a Schmuck. We'll give away 25 bucks to Jimmy Max. We're going to give away 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewery with our people because it's a people's court Friday. And we will finally have the discussion, the debate. The goat debate, because everyone's been doing it. We'll finally do it too. I've been, my arm has been twisted enough to finally do who's the greatest of all time, and we'll do that with people scored at noon. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR, entertaining sports talk. Free movie Friday program with Adam Tickets is back. God bless America. Your chance at free movie tickets. Text them now. Text Boots to Adam1 for your chance to win the Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, 
all from your phone and skip the lines. Anything uh, premiering today? Do we know? Movie guy, Felty, anything anything hitting the movie theaters Check today here. that you know about? Is Friday a big premiere day or weekends are big premieres? Friday. Right? It's Friday, Friday, right? Friday? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, Friday's I don't, yeah. a, you not go to the movies? I'm not a big movie You're guy. Like I like boy. movies, but I don't go to a lot of movies. I generally have a fun time when I go to see a movie. I love a good movie. Yeah. I don't want movies going away. Because everyone there, there's talk of taking movies out. Well, taking the movie theaters out. Yeah. I don't want the movie theaters to go away. I enjoy sitting in a movie theater with a tub of popcorn yeah. that's just good for you and a big 32-ounce thing of pop and milk duds. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like... can't get that at home, Gas. I like all that experience. I think the problem for me with movies is is the lack of creativity going into them. Now, there's like five oh. franchises. You make a comic book hero movie, oh. a Star Wars movie. Hey. There's just there's not as many, I don't hey. think... Hey, did you go to the SIF? They've got a lot, they have a lot of creative I'm not going movies to at the SIF. There no, you I, 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 you know, I, I haven't, so that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> what, Felty, what's opening up? Uh, we got Action Point. Point. We got Adrift, uh, American Drift. Animals, Upgrade, okay. uh, The Doctor from India. Okay, I, I think The Doctor from India, I think I'm in. I'm going to text that right now to Adam Warren, and I'm going to go to Doctor You're going to see a Doctor get, from India? I'm going to pre-order my concessions. What is that? Do you know? Uh, it's a doctor. He's from India. Yeah. What's well, Adrift? And, uh, it's in India, and he becomes a doctor, yeah. you see. Yeah. Adrift India. actually is the mo- is, is kind of the big, oh, big one of the Adrift, of the actually, I saw the preview of Yeah, this. that looks I think it's good. a true story. When I saw the when I saw the preview, when I saw Solo, I think they had this. It's about the sailing, right? Yes, exactly. So they go, and Oof. they're, they're going to... It's a love story, and then they're mm-hmm. going to go sail like someone's a rich guy's boat from you know I don't know uh, Los Angeles to Australia or something. Mm-hmm. Wow! And then they get caught in a hurricane. Ah, so they're adrift. And then it's they're adrift, and then uh-huh. it's a story of survival, survival, and getting back. What's sex? Intense? Is there some sex? Oh, in there? I think there's some sex. Of I mean, course. right? You're on a boat. You think you're, you're going to die? Boat. You're yes. probably going to yeah get yeah. into that. Do you think she loses him? But I think he's alive. And can oh. they get back to land? Wow. Yeah, it looked pretty good. It does. Yeah. yeah, it looked really good. So I mean, yeah, there you go. Now, you and the misses. Now I'm go ready. Watch it drift. Now I'm ready. Your I'm backup ready to, options: uh, Doctor India. Doc, uh, it's not Doctor India. <laughs> what, what is it again? It's called The Doctor from India. It's a documentary. Oh, wow. Close. Doctor India sounds. Better, oh wait. Oh, uh, I have really bad news. It only opens in New York City. Well, now Adam tickets works in New York City. <laughs> Do they? Yes. All right. Well, then I'm set there. It works everywhere. Uh, updating our uh, the Gasman 206 poll. J.R. Smith wants you to know what he knew, or excuse me, that he knew the score of the NBA game was tied when he elected to aimlessly dribble out the clock. What else does J.R. believe is true? Uh, again, 45% saying the earth is flat. 35% Tupac and Biggie are alive. And then right now, a good run here for... Um, for third. Yeah, b- good battle. Uh, NASA faked moon landings. Dinosaurs did not exist. So the Earth is flat thing. Is there any chance the Earth is flat? I mean, I'm, I'm going to say... Kyrie Irvin the, thinks it's flat. Uh, with all the pictures we've seen from space where, by God, it looks round. Yeah, I'm going to go with round. Uh, I'm, yeah, it, it, I mean, and there's been how many? Hundreds now. Hundreds of men and women who have circled... The, you would think that one of them, you know, again, the number of people who have to be in on this is astonishing because you'd think one of them yep. would go, I'm sorry, I'm not signing off on this NDA. I'm going to oh. tell everybody the earth is actually flat. It's time everybody knew. Uh, it's like yeah. the earth is a great infinity pool. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Maybe Kyrie Irving is right. Maybe. Maybe Carl Everett's right that dinosaurs didn't exist. I, I will always, I remember being, I think, in the clubhouse. Or around him. I was still kind of going, covering the team a little bit going down there when he when he said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where else you want to go. I've only been really afraid of two people in my life covering sports. Yeah. Uh, I, three. Three, actually. Um, Carl Everett, 
because he was just, I don't think he was going to physically harm me, but I felt like he could snap at any moment. Right, right. Yeah, that, that kind of tension that you get from Milton there. Bradley, yeah. I was deathly afraid of. Right, right. I mean, he Because he could, yeah, same thing. He would literally sit in the Mariners Peoria complex, the spring training complex, which was a tight, tight little area, and he just had that scowl on his face, yeah. just like he was ready to murder somebody. Right. Of course, you got everything with his wife, and just I mean, and you'd you'd try to go up and talk to him and interview him, and the whole time he'd be he'd have a bat in his hand, and he's kind of he's twisting his his hands and mm-hmm. kind of rubbing the bat really really hard. You could see like his forearm muscles flexing. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't right. need to talk to you. Yeah. You're fine. No, that, hey Milton, good to see you. <laughs> hey, and then Pat Borders. I just was afraid of Pat Borders. Pat Borders was an intense dude, but he was a fun guy to <laughs> yeah, talk to. Intense would be the right word. Yeah, he was very intense. He he gets so intense when you talk to him is the chew spit that yeah. he that he had in his bottom lip is just in your face. He's yeah. spitting it in your face. Yeah. Those are the three individuals I was afraid of. I it's funny because in in baseball and it's funny because I saw this person yesterday. I was down there at the M's. I'm I'm working on a, a get the bell story for the Mariner magazine uh, uh, involving uh, Fast Eddie. Yeah. When's uh, that coming out? Uh, that'll be out in the July edition. The June edition, which is available tonight, has a story on Raul Ibanez catching up with Raul. Oh, when is he going to get a restaurant inside Safeco? I know he should. He, he's, he's Raul's about, place. Ra- Raul is a funny Raul is just a scatterbrained guy. I mean, he's okay. got a lot of things going on. He's a really smart guy. But at one point, Raul returns a phone call to me, and, and he knows he's supposed to talk to me. He knows I need to interview him. He knows I've got about 20 yeah. minutes worth of questions at least. And he goes, hey, hey, gas, gas. I've only got 1% left on my battery. I'm like, well, that isn't going to work. Is Come on, we'll do it another time. But a delightful guy. Yeah. And, uh, and, but I'm now getting fascinated. And there are two people, actually, that terrify me in baseball. And I saw both of them yesterday, Rick Riz and, and Shannon Dreher. <laughs> and they just both scare the Dreher, especially. She shoots me the death look. She's a look. pit bull. Yeah, she shoots me the know. death look, and I just back away because I'm like, I don't need any trouble with her. Uh, so we got no uh, nothing going on to, other than the Mariners. Mariners are back in action tonight. Yeah, we got Spark, the- Sparky on the mound. They start a three-game series with the with the race. With the, the the fun thing about this game tonight is is Romo is going to pitch for um for Tampa Bay, the reliever. Oh, is that right? Yeah, this is the whole thing. They've been pitching relievers to start games. Yeah. He's pitching tonight against the Mariners. So that if you want something to kind of spark your interest, and maybe that? Sparky doesn't do it for you, Mike Leak on the mound, uh, the Rays going with their reliever uh, to start a game. So that uh, that's a little interesting twist to the ball game tonight. Can we still call the M's the hottest team in baseball? I mean, over like the last three uh, weeks, is there anybody good. with a better record than them the last, yeah, so they the say, playing, two, three weeks? Playing great baseball. Ah. Great win last night. LeBlanc's been great. Again, we gave this stat earlier at 172 ERA. In the month of May, it's the fourth best for an American League starter. Uh, the, I saw this from uh, Gary Hill Jr. Uh, fifth best in May for any starter uh, with the Mariners in team history. Wow! How about that? The Mariners, That's red great. hot. Nelson Cruz is heating up. How about the impact of Flash Gordon last night? Oh, D Gordon, just having him back is a good, triple, good, good. Scores like on a shallow, shallow sack fly. Has the great conversation with Scott Brosh at the third base. Hey, should I go? What do you think I should do? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, literally having an ongoing running conversation as the ball's in the air, and then he kind of he he tries to deke him out a little bit. Which he does, and then ends up scoring on a play that he's probably one of the only guys in baseball that can do it. Right. So it was a great play. Ah, so the Mayor's uh, again back in action tonight. And then UW softball. Oh, because, you know, everyone's fired up. UW softball and Oregon softball tonight. Certainly the fans of the team. Yeah, the fans that have been going all year long, Mm -hmm. I'm happy for them. Mm -hmm. 
the ones who are now all into it now. So I'm not allowed to they, watch. Can I watch this no, afternoon? But can you just not tweet about it nonstop I w- tonight? I, I'm going to turn off Twitter tonight at four o'clock because I, I don't need to see booms and yas and all that from uh, people who haven't watched it all year long. Uh, all right, well, but, so I can watch, but I can't tweet. Yeah. All yeah, right, that that seems fair. Uh, so there's got to be a bet between Softy and Slick at some point. Um, all right, coming up in the noon hour, we got lunch with listeners, but we start off the noon hour with Is Puck a Schmuck?